Listeners, gather around the speaker. It's time for another episode of Titanic Minute, your daily podcast where we discuss the movie Titanic minute by minute. I'm your co-host Rob, and joined as always by my wonderful friends Joe and Duff. Wow, thank you so much for the introduction, Rob. It was really, really good to be here. <laughs> 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 Uh, we're, talking, okay, uh, we're talking about <laughs> we're talking bow, about bow. minute sixty-two. <laughs> <laughs> we're talking about minute sixty-two of the movie Titanic. In this minute, Jack is asked about steerage. Um, how the rats are. Before we get there, oh, though. Oh yeah. Before we get there, we have more of Rose's voiceover about how Jack was from New Money, but still a member of the club. Um, so, I guess what I'm wondering about is, yay or nay to vo- Rose's voiceover? Uh, in theory, Always it works. Always nay. <laughs> in theory, it works. In in actuality, it's... I don't know if we've ever actually identified why the old lady is so annoying. She just is. She's well... It's, I feel, I was actually thinking about this, how a lot of times, in fact, the majority of the time, narration in movies is really lazy. Yeah. And that it'll, you'll hear it in the first minute and the last minute, just to basically set the scene or tie up loose ends. Theoretically, this, I feel like this voiceover is actually used rather well from a script writing, screenwriting perspective, but it's, uh, I, it's just the... Gloria Stewart, she's not pleasant or likable. Well, so I, I go back and forth on it. I, it I, it takes you out of it, right? Like, you're watching a movie, and you're like, oh, man, their date, this is all exciting, and all of a sudden, like, Old Rose comes on, you're like, oh, yeah, this ship hits the iceberg and sinks. <laughs> like, you sort of, like, at least for me, I kind of fall into this world of being on this ship before it sinks. Well, um, and, and the question about narration is, is old Rose telling us anything that we don't know? Right. And here she's not, you know, because we We get that there's tension. We get that there's a class difference. It's, it's, it's it's not like we think Rose's mom likes Jack. (laughs) No, or it's not subtle. Or, you know, a few minutes ago we, we saw Jack, you know, he came down the grand staircase. He sort of realized he was out of his element. We watched him kind of work through trying to mimic stuff and kind of build that confidence up so that when he went in this room, he was ready to go. Like, we saw that. We saw that prep. So we don't need old Rose telling us that uh, that he was nervous. Yeah. Show, <laughs> show don't tell. So I, I generally I'm okay with her voiceover, but this scene, I, I just don't think it needs it at all. Um, I think it's the, the – I actually think this whole dining – this whole dining sequence, you know, I, I mentioned last week that when he, when Jack descends the staircase is when that movie hits a, a new gear for me. And, like, I like this scene a lot. We don't need her telling us that. Her voiceover hasn't been good a single time. What do you mean you usually like it? I wouldn't have known that she felt like she was on a slave ship. <laughs> <laughs> the RMS Amistad. 
I mean, th- I think the voiceover in what we see here is just leading more to the idea that Old Rose is a fraud. Because who's at this table? All the famous people that died on that boat. Or that were on that boat. I'm sorry, ship. <laughs> like, you have Thomas Andrews. You have you have Aster. Aster. You have, like, all these, like, insanely important, well-known people who would have been in the papers are sitting at that table. Well, Ismay survives. Yeah, but I mean, I mean they survived, but it, it, no one's fact-checking Ismay in twenty in nineteen ninety-seven. So I think this is just she saw a bunch of press clippings. Old Rose saw a bunch of press clippings and was like, "Oh, I'll add a little flavor to this." Maybe I mean you kind of went in a different direction with this explanation than I thought, but I I, I guess I'm on board. I, I'm, right. I'm just I'm just more from a. <sighs> It's just take like you said, it kinda takes me out of the story. I'm not learning anything new. It's not like I couldn't have deduced that Rose's mom hates Jack and that it's a class struggle. Yeah. Um so then so then things start to go wrong at dinner. They're enjoying their sweet pea. <laughs> and uh Ruth asks Jack to tell him about the accommodations on steerage. So Back to what we sort of What's, She's awful. Right? Yeah. Okay. So this is what I wanted to get at is is Ruth is the one she's the one undermining him. At this point, I believe no one actually knows that he's not from money outside of Molly, uh the countess who seems like a wonderful woman, and uh and uh and Rose and his her awful mom in Cal. I don't even think it's about money. I think Rose's mom just sees him as a uh, temptation. Well, yeah, they, 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 old Rose and her previous awful voiceover mentions that one <laughs> during the spitting scene that yeah, she yeah. looked at him like an insect. Yeah, she sees a, she sees a young, attractive Leonardo DiCaprio in a tux, and decides that she needs to to cut him down. I don't think money really has anything to do with it so much as he's just uh, a, a problem, very, a very handsome temptation, temptation, like a, a problem insect needs to be swatted away. Yeah. Um. So yeah. So she asks uh, how steerage is, and uh, he says the best I've seen, ma'am. Hardly any rats. Which this is the beginning of Jack starting to win the table. Yeah. Um. It's interesting that you talked about where the that the the scene really hits home because uh in the commentary james cameron he says two things of note one of which is he says he thinks that this is where people really start to get the movie and kind of understand what's all about an um, hour into it yeah and you you can take or leave that comment but he said that it also tested really well that people really liked this scene so i i think there actually is truth to that that this is kind of where you know people really get what's going on with the the class struggle and the romance and the love triangle and it's an easy thing right it's an easy thing to root for like the poor guy with a bunch of rich people yeah you'd think Uh so (laughs) so at this point is when as long as we're not voting then yes people always root for the poor people yes <laughs> they didn't buy enough uh crotchless panties to get their their ballots or crypto kitties or crypto kitties <laughs> so um 
now at this point is when Cal says Dawson is joining us from third class. He was of some assistance to my fiance recently. So Cal yeah, doesn't un- seem so bad here. Underplaying the well, I was. Mm. I I think he's Cal doesn't seem so bad. He's what? Like, according well, for what from what Cal knows, he saved his fiance's life and describes it as uh, was some assistance. Okay, that's true. I mean, I was thinking more the other way, where like he hadn't brought up that he was from Steerage. Right away, you have Ruth that's just like, he's from Steerage. How is it? And he's like, oh, he's he's joining us from third class. What? He was of some assistance to my fiance if, recently. If, if you were such a done- Cal apologist, it's annoying. <laughs> if, Ru- if, Ruth, if Ruth hadn't done it, Cal would have. I mean, Ruth just beat him to the punch. Well, let's maybe. I'm not Come. sure. Every person listening to this podcast is so mad at you right now. <laughs> Like, like you just got done talking about how this is the minute where Duff did, where people start to get it, and then not, <laughs> right now you are legitimately capital N, capital G, capital I, not getting it. <laughs> Rob would have been that one person in the test audience turning it to negative, like I don't understand what's going on. I'm just saying, who's the like, good guy here? I I don't know. Oh. Voiceover lady, tell me. <laughs> Voiceover lady. <laughs> That's which, her name which pretty now. boy is good and which pretty boy is bad? All right, well let's. The let's one with his real hair or the one with his fake hair? <laughs> the, the one who looks like an action figure. <laughs> okay, well, can I just say, can I just say something? Um, yes, please talk. The more you talk, uh, the less Rob does. Um, <laughs> I I think it's because I had never seen this movie in high definition before a few months ago. Cal's hair really stands out to me now as just yeah, I think I mentioned that and you did in a very early pod an episode and didn't get much traction from you guys but I'm glad that now yeah, you're noticing it's, it 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 is almost distracting now so I I mean the majority of the times I've seen this probably are on VHS so it's probably you know it's, bl- blurry and whatever they, they crop out his hairline in the yeah. full screen version but na- now, somehow it's weird i don't know how they do it but but in, in 1080p i'm like is he a kendall <laughs> it's the price of beauty guys is his hair just a plastic mold that they melted slightly to his, yeah. his, his scalp I will, yeah i will not let you sully billy zane during a zany minute nonetheless your, your boyfriend cal <laughs> well rob l- let me ask you this let's let's say um some guy saved Molly's life, and then you had him over for dinner with some friends. Would you introduce him? He's like, yeah, this guy did me a solid. <laughs> well, but what is he? Is Cal supposed to be like, oh, um, this? Uh, he helped. Uh, he helped save Rose's life. Oh my God, what happened? She was looking at propellers and um, the spinning things. She called them. You, you don't and have then to go into detail over. about the propellers, but They're- you can just you can just say like, oh, Rose had an accident and she slipped. she slipped. She slipped in the back of the boat, and he was able to save her. Yeah. Would you have a lot of questions like, what do you mean on the like? Why was she on the back of the boat? How where'd she slip? How do you even get up there? I think people in high society know not to ask a lot of questions. Also, like, <laughs> like Rob, are you that person when like someone? explains like it's like oh i'm really uh my back in a bad way (laughs) (laughs) like are you that person when if someone says oh my back really is like why'd you do something stupid (laughs) i think you are but there's a difference between my back hurt and like this person saved this person's life oh 
all you have to <sighs> let me know i'm curious about that i have not met someone who saved someone's life and we had dinner with them at the same time <sighs> all right moving on <laughs> <laughs> so rose says that mr dawson is a fine artist and then cal says <laughs> rose and i differ in our definition of fine art not to impugn your work. So I know your answer to this, but I guess I think in the other one. Is he being, is he being, is he, is he throwing that out there to insult his work? Or was he really just talking about their argument about fine art? And he really means when he's like, I didn't mean to like impugn your work. I think he's insulting his fiance. He's, he's totally, he's owning Jack and Rose. Hmm. I assumed he was just owning Rose and then was like, not not that you have anything to do with this, Jack, because you're a nobody. No, it's a double own. It's the rare but uh, satisfying double own. Wow, that's a pretty good one, Cal. Kind of like true. the double own I got by having to do two of these minute-by-minute minute podcasts. <laughs> <laughs> um, Look, there- I, you'll appreciate this, Rob, because you're Team Cal. If you have the opportunity for a double own, you take it. So. I, I just thought he was such a nice guy. He didn't mean to insult What's Jack. wrong with you? Well, I, I don't under... Now he's just digging in. No, well, I mean... what Rob does. He digs in. <laughs> <laughs> even Jack was like, no, 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 no insult. Like, even waves his hand. Do like, you no, need, no, like, no, a it's... title card to come up in movies to tell you who the bad, bad guy is? Bad <laughs> guy. And then an arrow animated pointed to him. <laughs> well, moving on, guys. Jack... Who, he, he watched Schindler's List. He's like, who am I supposed to root against? Oh. I don't understand. <laughs> Ray Fine seems nice. Did they, did they Rob these, just stopped upstairs. He's did, so, they, did they get all these symbols from those pantyhose? God. <laughs> what? Those na- naughty lingerie? That's a callback to minute 61. Oh, that is... <laughs> can't call it a callback if it's the previous episode. That's a, that's a day ago. Don't call it a callback. No, it was last month. <laughs> it, was, it was last month. Yeah, it was last month. Thanks. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so the important thing in this minute that we haven't talked about is the real life. The, real <laughs> the important <laughs> thing in this minute <laughs> is the life hack that everyone learned in this movie. Yeah. <laughs> what? I, yes. No, I, I know exactly what you're talking about. And you're right. right. Yeah. Jack sees all the silverware, and Molly tells him to start from the outside and work your way in. And let you me tell you. Not before I saw this movie. All right. I, I think I'm in the same boat. Yep. So, thanks, James Cameron. Now I know how to. <laughs> and, usually, in I fact, would just use he my learned hands. that from attending many and many, many, many of his own weddings. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Um, so this- I, have, I have a question. <laughs> Go ahead. So this is the first. I, th- I think it's the first instance. Maybe second, we have of Rose interacting with Andrews, Mr. Andrews. Yes. And unlike all the other rich people, Rose kind of takes a shine to him. Yes. And but she was mean to him earlier. Why does all of a sudden now she oh. cares about the boat? Well, that that's what I'm saying. Like, why all of a sudden, and throughout the rest of the movie, why does Rose respect Mr. Andrews? Because as she saw more of the boat, she found Titanic riveting. Oh, <laughs> she. she uh, in in the previous the previous encounter, she hadn't seen the propellers yet. Yeah, <laughs> there we go. I'll say the detail in this entire sequence is amazing. Oh, you mean just the production value and the set and all that? Yeah, I mean, yeah. 
Yeah, I've never seen a di- I've never seen a dining room in a movie before. Oh. <laughs> Joe, cynical Joe. Let's drop some knowledge on him. The costumes. Please, well, there's a first time for everything. <laughs> <laughs> the costumes. You have all these extras that are in costumes. Yep, that never before have people wore tuxedos in a dining room in a film. The, uh, Especially out of Hollywood. If you look at the glassware and the silverware and the dishes, they all are White Star Line. Yep. So they were able to actually custom print words onto the dishes on this. All right, now Joe's just digging in. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we're never going to make it through this podcast, guys. Yeah. We have 123 of these left. The people can literally order coffee mugs with our our podcast art on them. <laughs> And they should and at titanicminute.com slash merch. <laughs> um, well, I well, Duff, you'll find this interesting. Uh, in the commentary track, the uh, costume designer, Deborah Scott, mentions how we always see these photos. And we kind of talked about this, Joe, you and I in Tombstone. But they talk about how you kind of see photos from this time and they're all black and white. And then when you actually see the original garments from that era, you kind of realize how amazing all the color is yeah uh that that really is one of the the cool parts of this movie i think it's because you know you're not seeing a battered old at best maybe color but usually black and white faded photograph with creases in it yeah um it does it does really come to life and i think those details in the scene actually matter a lot although we're going to get to another detail a little later on in this week that probably wasn't worth all the time it, it really is a movie that's the you know the the whole is more than the each individual the sum of its parts yeah yeah i agree um much like our podcast <laughs> <laughs> um do you guys have anything else for minute 62 no <laughs> <laughs> i don't think so well speaking of uh jack and living in steerage you listeners should join the discussion on facebook and join titanic minute steerage it is in all honesty so fun watching all the stuff that our listeners post um you can find it on facebook you can just look for titanic minute steerage or you could simply go to titanicminute.com slash steerage and i'll redirect you you have to answer a riddle to be in the group yep and the right answer is rob and if you want the good Joe content, you have to wait until after 5 Central, because I can't access it at work. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, we will be back tomorrow with the Heart of the Ocean in minute 63. Oh, yeah. Bow, bow.